0: To this Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again. Real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome to this grit and grace life. This is Darlene Brock. And Julie, do you know what I did the other day? You know, I don't know, but I think you're gonna tell me. I am gonna tell you, actually. I was putting lotion on my face, and my elbows were sticking up toward the mirror. I'm actually <laughs> doing it right now. You are. And <laughs> and I realized I had tan lines in the wrinkles of my elbows. Stop it. Yeah, seriously. How does that even happen? Because you start wrinkling everywhere when you age, <laughs> and so your elbows... I mean, seriously, who pays attention to your elbow wrinkles? Until you realize that you have these white streaks in your elbows. But I don't understand. Like, are you tanning? No, I'm walking. I'm outside in Florida and my arms are down. And so these... (laughs) So you get and I'm like, seriously, this is ridiculous. So did you
0: then get some self-tanner and try to fill in the lines? No, I'm not telling
1: yet. But yes, of course I did. Or bronzer? Yeah, bronze your elbows. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm Darlene Brock, and I bronze my elbows. Please say that sentence. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Uh, That was entertaining. I look forward to the day when I'm concerned about my elbow crease tan lines. Yes. Wow. Um, Well, I'm Julie Graham, and I will say that I recently, finally started um, some skincare regimen of, of sorts. Um, and I felt very official when I started that. And I also felt very mad at myself that I didn't start at least 10 years ago when people started telling me I should. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So I'm Julie Graham and I'm new to the skincare club. And so far, I feel like I look so much younger. Actually, that's not true. All I'm doing is obsessing over <laughs> is that wrinkle gonna go away or have I just slowed it down? <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. It's amazing what we'll do. What we'll do for beauty, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. We are so vain and yet we're all doing it. So it is what it is. In fact, we actually want to talk a little bit about some of the crazy things we ladies have done in order to feel beautiful in the eyes of another, or even just in the eyes of ourself in the mirror yeah, as we're around
1: us telling us, hey, this is a great idea.
0: Yes, so you found some hilarious ones, and you you admitted that you've done some of these. Oh, yeah. So was, you, you ironed your hair in order yeah, to straight it, I, I straighten will, it?
1: Yes, you wanted long, straight hair, you know, in the... 70s kind of thing. So what you did, it was better if you had somebody with you. But if you didn't, you still tried it. You would get the ironing board out, literally ironing board out. You would spread your hair across the ironing board. You would put a towel over your hair and you would
0: iron over the towel. I mean, I'm just imagining a crick in my neck and a a burn on my neck, actually. Um, Because if I burn myself with an actual flat iron that is designed to (laughs) speed up this process, I can't imagine the amount of third degree burns that were being treated in hospitals everywhere. Yeah.
1: Again, what we do for beauty or see at I least mean, I what had, we think. I had
0: known that that was a thing, but I kind of thought it was a made up thing. Nope. You really did it. I did it.
1: Yeah. Man. Sorry.
0: Not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. What about this? Did you ever do baby oil and iodine? You're
1: kidding. That's a thing. No, it was. Uh, my. Fa- I remember my father. I was really little the years they did this and he would get a jar, a bottle of baby oil, Put drops of iodine in it, shake it up, and that's what you use for tanning lotion. I don't know why. You get orange
0: streaks or something. I don't know. Let's talk about <laughs> creases in your elbows. Is, did you yeah. ever notice his bad cam lines from baby oil and iodine? Yeah. I mean, that just sounds crazy. It was. It was crazy. Speaking of crazy, what about putting a piece of tape between your eyes to keep you from being able to frown, or just to, to keep you from being able to, or remind you to stop frowning because it, would, it would pull it yeah. would pull at your face. Now
1: I read this one. It was it was promoted to how. Housewives of the forties, mm. you know, nineteen forty, where if you're sewing or you're doing some projects, you don't want to frown because you'll oh, start to like scowling developing, because yeah, you're concentrating. That con- so you would get some scotch tape out and you would tape your forehead between your brow lines just to remind you not to frown.
0: I mean, maybe you go out in public. What if you forget? I got scotch tape on my head. (laughs) Well, that actually reminds me. I've been seeing in my Instagram feed lately, which why? Why is this showing up in my Instagram feed? There's this special type of tape thing now that you can put on your décolletage, which is a word I just learned from the Real Housewives (laughs) of Beverly Hills. Thank you very much. I just try to keep educated. Um, (laughs) This weird tape thing that you can put on so that when you sleep at night, You're not getting a wrinkly decolletage. Okay, so you tape your, basically, your Your neck to your boobs. Your neck to your boobs. boobs. Yes, this thing in between that's going to keep your boobs from getting wrinkly. You know what? I don't got enough going on, but I'm worried about (laughs) wrinkly boobs.
1: Yeah, a little added wrinkle might be beneficial. It just looks
0: like I got texture. Oh, I instantly feel bad for our editor. Sorry, Justin. Anyway, uh, so taping. Taping is just, we've been doing weird taping for years as women in order to look better. Yep. Need to give that up. This one, Nightingale Poop. Please tell me that you made this one up just to keep me guessing on the show notes.
1: I did not. I did not. And Nightingale's a
0: bird, if you didn't know. Yes. Yeah, okay. Just... Filling in blanks. No, it's worth worth helping because, you know, I don't know things,
1: period. So, (laughs) So women would put it on their face. Gross. I know. And here's what's hysterical. You know, I read that and went, oh, that's insane. They used to do that. I can't believe it. You can currently go to spas and pay as much as $180 to have... The treatment done to your face with nightingale poop. So what is it that's supposed to be so great about nightingale poop? I'm going to have to Google
0: this. I don't know. It's acidic (gasps) or something. (gasps) I know. (gasps) know.
1: I'd be puking the
0: whole time. So, so gross. I mean, it reminds me of people who do the piranha pedicures. Have you done that? I've never done No. I haven't been close enough to that many piranhas to stick my feet in. But But, I mean, that's the thing. I can't do a pedicure at all. Do you know this about me? No, I don't. I can't. Why not? Because I'm so ticklish. That it's not worth me spending $50 to be gripping the sides of the chair so tightly to prevent me from kicking the poor little lady in the face. <laughs> yeah. Because and, I've done it enough times that it's like I'm paying to torture myself. It's, and torture or torture them and torture so them. abuse them. Yeah, I can't do, I can't do it. But oh, that funny. nightingale poop and piranha pedicures, I think they're on the same level together. Yeah, me. and it's they like, still do piranha pedicures
1: in some countries. They they stick your feet in water that are full of these fish. No. Nope. They eat away the stuff that you don't want, I guess. Gross, gross. Yep. All right, what's
0: the what what was it the Egyptians were doing to treat bad breath? Oh, eating char- chewing charcoal. Well, charcoal I, is all the rage now. Yeah, So is that great. the season we're bringing that back in cycles? Actually,
1: I did read that there w- are some charcoal toothpaste and stuff now. But back Did then, you read that
0: on the article that Ashley recently wrote for our health and beauty category that I will link in this episode? Yes, because I actually, I actually saw that and I thought, yeah. that sounds genius yeah. because charcoal apparently is good for everything now.
1: Well, apparently so. And I guess it is, a, what, antioxidant or something, but still... Back then, they actually chewed charcoal. So what, black teeth? You just walk around with,
0: hey, I have great breath, but black teeth at the same time. But you know, in Ashley's article, she said that the actual black toothpaste can actually promote whitening. It feels like Oreos to me, but I mean... I I think it's worth a try. I might be buying charcoal toothpaste. I'm actually fascinated at this point. I might research and go buy one of those. I'm going to link it to that article because there are lots of things apparently that charcoal is amazing for, and I haven't tried it yet. Yep. Okay. Next is Vaseline. Oh, with ergotine. What is ergotine? That doesn't sound healthy. Well, it is actually. It has the lysergic
1: acid. It's a lysergic acid. And do you know where else this is found? No. In the drug called LSD. Well, there you have yeah, it. Yeah, so folks. you know, stick a little bit on a spot on your face. It may not help your face, but you'll <laughs> have a great attitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You heard it here on the Scrooge and Grace Life. A little bit of LSD for a good time. Yeah, I okay, mean, obviously, we don't want you to be doing LSD.
1: Paradas, okay. <sighs> LSD,
0: no. Not right. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, what is this from the 1898 French cosmetic brand, Thoradia? Yeah.
1: And you know how now we're terrified, as we should be, of radioactive material. Well, apparently this, not in the
0: late 1800s. No,
1: because they put. Radioactive chemicals in this face cream. Oh and my said, word. Here, ladies, go smear <laughs> this all over your face. It'll just zap you right <laughs> up into looking younger.
0: Yeah. Yikes. Your face will fall off or your glow. I have no idea which. <laughs> It says that it would firm up skin, cure boils and pimples, even out redness and pigmentation, and help retain the freshness and brightness of the complexion. Yeah, because there weren't very many layers left after the first... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. The things that we have done for beauty. And this mm-hmm. last one, I thought you were lying. So can you just tell us about what we used before advising? visine? Yes. Uh,
1: lemon or orange juice you would
0: drop it in
1: your eye. I have no idea why that would not burn and you would not run across the house screaming. I just feel like you would look
0: like you were tripped out because your eyes would be so red from (laughs) the burning of acid from fruit in your eyes.
1: What? Just stick the whole orange there and see how that does.
0: (gasps) Then you need to put some cucumber on it afterwards to cool it off. Oh my gosh, we ladies are crazy. We are crazy
1: and have apparently been for a very long time.
0: Oh man, What's, what's awesome is to think about how in... 20 years from now, you know, my daughter-in-law will be talking about the crazy things I did in order to try to remain forever young. Okay. And it'll be have things you, I, I mean I admitted my era. Are there any crazy things that you've done? I mean, there are I'm I'm just now starting to really do anything, you know, in the beauty regimen type department, but I mean, even just the other day sitting around the table with some of our interns who are even younger than me. Yeah. Um and laughing about some of the things we do to make our eyelashes long. Uh, Marlene was talking about there was this weird glue that she could have put on to glue <laughs> the top of the eyelash All the way up to the eyelid and then just sitting there for a while. That just sounds so incredibly (laughs) uncomfortable. But she's like, but it worked. I'm like... I guess, but then wasn't your eyelid probably stretched out so long that now you got to worry about baggy eyelids? I just can't even. I know, it's insane. You at least glued
1: it. I hope it wasn't super glue. I mean, you have to probably select what glue. It looked
0: like it was almost like Silly Putty or something, and it's like, we people are freaking crazy. I don't know. Yes, we are. I don't know. Yes, we are. Well, on this episode, we wanted to unpack what are some things that actually are beautiful in women that have nothing to do with our appearance because we can't help it. We focus a little too much on the exterior, but wouldn't we actually want to remind ourselves on the daily that our real beauty comes from the inside? It does. And I think where it is the most apparent
1: is when I'm, If you've ever been around a group of much older women, much older than me, Julie, okay? (laughs) Much older women who I can't find
0: anyone older than you to hang out with. I know. (laughs) Such Uh, a jerk.
1: 80-year-olds down the street. um, Where they're obviously, they are very aged, Mm. but the ones who have lived rich, beautiful lives Mm. are stunningly beautiful Mm. because you see what really is the true beauty and that's inner. That's things that they have accomplished, they've
0: done who they are. And that's when it really, really shows. Yeah. I mean, there is something about a woman's outer beauty that maybe attracts for a moment, but then if behind it is, um, lack of character, if there's attitude, if there's, um, you know, inability to connect with people, then you instantly lose interest and find them incredibly unattractive. Yeah. So, how can we be women who have that lasting beauty that actually attracts people instead of repelling them as soon as we've opened our mouth and uttered a word? Well, because that's w- what I'm looking for.
1: Absolutely. And what was funny is, I did some, when I was doing research for this, I ran across several articles that got men's opinion on what was inner beauty. Mm. Okay. And of course, there was the "I want a woman five ten with big boobs." There's that, okay. <laughs> um, but consistently, these were the kind of characteristics they were looking really? for. Yeah, five ten. They were they were like really tall and big boobs. I mean, you know, that's, interesting. It, they weren't the guys probably weren't five six, or maybe they were. I don't know. They had <laughs> you know they had lofty goals, um, but nevertheless, they they mirrored what we believe, and it mm. began with things like self respect. Mm. They were looking for a woman who respected herself. What do you think self-respect is? Um, You know, I think sometimes we mix it with pride or we mix it with, um, you know, arrogance. But self-respect is believing enough in yourself that you're not going to compromise what you believe, who you are, your principles, your goals, Mm -hmm. your, you, you like you enough to know
0: You're not going to put aside who you are for a negative scenario. So is it kind of the idea that you have a set of principles that you will hold to regardless of what it may cost you? It is. I think that's a a level of self-respect. It is. Um, And that's something that comes with age, right? It does. Yeah. You have to learn what matters to you Mm -hmm. and then start setting your priorities. And also, I mean, you you can learn it from surrounding yourself with women that you respect. And you begin to kind of take on the things that you notice in them, the principles they may stand for, um, then then you start to kind of apply those to your own life. Mm-hmm. I, I know for me personally, we've talked in previous episodes that um, I, I lacked for in my childhood um, strong parent figures, period, but especially female figures. Um, So once I got old enough to realize that I needed to try to find some women I could model my life after, um, I was drawn to women who had had strong morals and principles that they lived by. And then I wanted to try to adopt some of those things. So I I definitely think that self-respect one is huge.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, an aside of that is knowing who you are is understanding you and be completely
0: good with being your own person. Yeah, when we when we get into this conversation with what makes a woman beautiful, it it quickly can you know, internally you can start to get mental pictures of women that you think are physically beautiful. And then it's like we can't help ourselves. I start measuring myself against her. That inner comparison thing starts to happen. And I'm like, well, she's five ten and has big boobs or whatever. <laughs> um, or you know, she she has long hair, I have short hair, whatever. I start making those comparisons. But it's like I I cannot say this silly little mantra that I have for myself enough. This be bold and just be you. When you're not comparing yourself to someone else, your individualness really does get to shine. It does, and, and that's why I believe in it so much. It's and like
1: yes, absolutely. And Julie, we we individually have a unique personality, unique set of talents, unique place in life. And if we don't become fully who we are meant to be then there's a missing element.
0: Absolutely. One of the things that um, my trainer actually says, which here I am now I'm bringing in, you know, all of the things that I can't help but talk about, but there's a phrase that they'll say sometimes um, that I think really applies to this being you, um, that you can look around the room for inspiration, but not for comparison. And they don't say it often, but when they say it, it's one of those where it's like, Yes. Mm -hmm. That is, that's where a woman can really be beautiful. You can be inspired by someone else, but when you then immediately start second rating yourself or comparing, comparing yourself. And then of course, usually when you compare yourself, you usually rate yourself as lower. That's where you get yourself in trouble, but yes, be inspired by someone else, but let that inspire you to be even more that individual unique person that no one else on this planet can ever or ever will be because we need it each and every one of us. Absolutely. I think the next one, it's kind of a natural
1: outgrowth is confidence. Hmm. You need to have confidence in yourself. You need to feel that you are enough. Mm -hmm. That you're enough for whatever it is, motherhood, Mm -hmm. whether it's a relationship or you're married or whether it is friendship or career, Mm -hmm. that you really need to be confident. That doesn't mean you're perfect and don't have things to learn and work out. That just means you're confident enough in yourself to know you will figure it out Mm -hmm. and that you will make
0: whatever scenario you're in work. In the research that you did, did, is this one that the men said they are really... Oh, it was a, a tie consistent. To? I was going to say, that, I feel like that has got to be a number one for men. It was. I was really surprised because you think, you
1: know, in today's culture, you think men are looking for weaker women so they can dominate or whatever. You hear this kind of clamoring that can go on sometimes, but it was not true. They like a self-confident woman that's, that is adventurous, that is willing to do things and take risks. And that was
0: consistent. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you think we could do um or stop doing that would help us build confidence? Because I know that this is something that I, we know we need confidence, but we don't know where to get it. Like can I get it at Target or <laughs> yeah. Amazon Prime even you know better? What? If there was a confidence aisle or
1: a confident online shop, that person would be Banking. wealthy. They yep. would be wealthy. Um I think where you started a little bit ago, Julie, we don't we can't compare. Mm. We can't compare ourselves to, there's nothing that will destroy your confidence more than looking at somebody else's Mm. achievements. Mm, Absolutely. There's nothing that will do it more than that. And I think actually sitting back and looking at our achievements, Mm. at the things, if you take a little time to look at what you've done, where you've come from, Mm. you know, whatever the circumstance is, maybe you have been divorced and look where you were when it happened and where you are now. Or maybe your child was two and now they're 10 and look at how much you've done there or, Mm -hmm. you know, your career that you started not knowing or you were a receptionist and then you ended up being the manager of the store or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, just take a little bit of time to assess the things you have done and build your confidence.
0: Yeah, I think that is certainly key to building confidence. And I think even just recognizing that it is it is a building process that never finishes. Nope. You're always building on it. And, and I think what you said is right. So if you're struggling to feel confident at work, maybe you do need to take a moment and recognize an achievement you had at home Or, um, you know, in a relationship, a friendship or whatever, something somebody has said about you and say, well, if that's true about me as a mom, it can be true about me at work. And let me just appropriate that thing I know about myself in this other area and then walk in that in this new phase or this new section of life that I might feel like I'm struggling with. Yeah. And do not align yourself with friends, quote unquote,
1: that destroy your confidence. Mm-hmm. They do these little questions to you. In fact, you want to surround yourself with people who encourage you, mm-hmm. who support you, who point out the good things. Mm-hmm. Now they also tell you if you're really screwing up because mm-hmm. they're good friends, Absolutely. but they are supportive and they believe in you.
0: Mm-hmm. So partner with those kind of people. Yep. Well, the next one's not going to be surprising to any of our listeners, or maybe it will be. And Sure. Um, <laughs> in order to be a strong, beautiful woman, we believe you need some grit. You betcha. I love that word. I, I know really you do. do. Not I betcha, know. grit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, let's just refresh. What, what do we mean by grit, especially when we say it here at This Grit and Grace Life or at the Grit and Grace Project? It is all encompassing of a lot of different things that we do. But one I would say is perseverance mm. that we keep going. Yeah. It's, it's your favorite phrase that we never give up. Never give up. We just keep moving. There's a level of persistence that is required in order to be a woman of grit.
1: Yeah. And I think part of building your confidence, going back to that, is you stay with something long enough that you have accomplished it. Mm -hmm. You don't walk away in the middle of it because that will destroy your confidence. Mm -hmm. So if you are persistent, you keep going back until you figured it out, then, you know, you have grit, but then you gain confidence.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and that, and let's just call it what it is. That's going to take some endurance and that's an element of grit as well. Um, You're in it for the long haul. (laughs) They're going to be hard seasons, but you keep persevering regardless of how long it may take, how difficult it gets, how many people you have to pull into the process (laughs) to pull you across the finish line. Um, I think that's part of grit too, is recognizing that you might need some help along the way, but that doesn't make you quit. And you're not too proud (laughs) to pull in somebody to bring you across the finish line, but you you pull in the endurance needed to persevere and to get it done.
1: Yeah. We say don't give up, but the reality is you have to incorporate the endurance because there is a longer view of life. Mm, mm. It's not like I can change these things today or I can affect them today, but I can build toward a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. You know, whether you're building your career, whether you're building a relationship, whether you're building your family, you need to have the long view. And so you need to be able
0: to endure for the long view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it they say? It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't run, so. Me neither. I mean, I tried. <laughs> you did. You I tried did, sometimes. Yeah. But you you know, were a good that, one. Was, that was 20-year-old Julie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was 29-year-old, whatever. Um, all right. Well, so we've said grit. Do you think there's another word that maybe our listeners would be surprised to hear us describe as part of a woman being beautiful? You know, I think one thing, and this is not a deep in deep thing, but I
1: think a woman needs to be adventurous. Mm. I think part of your grit is, you know, going out hiking or going on a trip or doing things that you never thought you'd do. Mm-hmm. And part of the beauty of a woman is her pursuit
0: of adventure. And then she discovers more things about herself. Mm. I love how you always bring up adventure. It, is, it, it is one of your favorite things. Yeah. Sometimes we surprise ourselves when we challenge ourselves to do something, say something, try something that we never thought we could do. And then we, it's like, we peel back a new layer of ourselves and Hey, she's pretty awesome. That little part we just revealed. Yes. Yeah. So we've got our grit. What about the next thing? Oh, we got to have our grace. Mm, We have to have grace. And now grace to us means a lot of different things. Um, and I, one that I had been thinking a lot about lately, um, is class. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like we're losing as a gender, <laughs> the ability to still be classy. It's like we were trading class for crass. I, I don't know why, but it's like, I, f- I feel like we're kind of slipping in that way.
1: Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I think, I think you're, that's very true, Julie. And I go back to even the 40s movies. I mean like, you know, Audrey Hepburn cuz you were alive in the 40s. Yeah, I was, I was alive in the 20s. <laughs> let me think. You said let's what other year? Um, no, no, I wasn't she but she wasn't. Love those I'm films. kidding. Um I love them. You know the Audrey Hepburns <laughs> that mm-hmm. you just went she has class. Yeah. She is and it wasn't that she was perfect even in her no. roles, but she just had some style and some
0: class and you Almost automatically respected her mm-hmm. because she did. Yeah, it's like there's an element of um, elegance. There's there's holding your own. There's being respectful and respected. It's like grace is just you, you, there's a, there's an aura about you that um, that isn't going to be affected by the changing culture, the changing uh, circumstance, whatever it may be. It's like there's just this. It's like a calmness and a class. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think we miss that. Is there anything else that you think describes grace and what it looks like to be a beautiful woman who has it? I mean, I think part of it is
1: to simply be kind, mm. to be kind, to be empathetic. Mm. You know, empathy means I actually care about your feelings mm. and I feel them with you. Um, we That seems to be lost, especially mm-hmm. in, you know, me in social media. <laughs> um, I think sometimes in that arena... It just gets ugly, and we just need to be kind. I mean, yeah. how how much
0: better would we all be if we simply said nice words to each other? Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the guest was Candice Cameron Bure, yeah. which I think I want to be like her, actually. Um, and she has a new book out called Kind is the New Classy. And, and you're right. It's like that combination. So even just listening to her talk about what has happened to kindness. And why can't we be classy women? I was like, yes, grace, grace, grace. It's both of those things. It it's is. figuring out how to be both. And of course, still balancing it with grit. All of these things are so necessary to be the kind of woman that stands out, that that people are attracted to, not because of the external, but really because of the internal. You made a really important um, distinction here on our notes here about what grace is. And you said that it, there's actually the ability to, um, to see past people's hurts, other people's hurts, and love them for who they are in spite of maybe how they might be reacting to those things and um, being able to forgive others. Yeah. Man, that is grace. That is grace. And it's not
1: easy. There's a lot of times it's not easy. And especially if they have not come and said, will you forgive me? Or mm-hmm. I did something wrong. What if they just think they're right? And you have been destroyed in the process. You still,
0: the best thing you can do is still forgive. So you can move on. Yeah. I think we say on the site, the Grit and Grace Project site, we say um, that grace gives kindness to ourselves and to others, even when it's hard. And I think that's what really um, kind of is a a big marker between what's touted in culture and social media, what a woman is supposed to be and how she's supposed to act, especially into this new, you know, everyone's a feminist era, which that's a, just a little shout out to episode 41. If you haven't mm-hmm. heard that yet, we talk a little bit about kind of that cultural shift toward what feminism is supposed to be and what we think it really is. and. Um, you don't have to be angry to get people's attention. In fact, when you lead with grace, it actually gets that lasting attention you might be looking for. Yep, it does. And I
1: think combining the two, Julie, which is what we do at the Grit and Grace Project, uh, enables us to be our best of our best, the most beautiful, because when we combine grit and grace, we step up and fight for those who need it because Mm -hmm. we have the grit to do it and the heart behind Mm -hmm. it. Um, the truest beauty is defending those who need it, is standing for those who are hurting. Um, so I I think when we're defining beauty, those two characteristics
0: always are at front and center. Absolutely. And so if you're listening and you're thinking, okay, well, I mean, I do want to try the new beauty cream. And, and it's I, okay. And I do care about what I look like. I mean... I would be lying if I said I didn't care what I look like, but I care more about how people feel when they're around me because of the way that I use my words and my actions. That's ultimately what's going to last. It is. Because I'm going to get wrinkly elbows. It's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, how are they looking now? You're pretty good. I'm I'm okay
1: for now. Yeah. For a while I thought, okay, am I going to walk around like a (laughs) surgeon with my hands in the air so I don't see the wrinkles? Oh, no, I can't do that. So if I put them down, oh, no, I can't do that. There are points you just give up on the stuff. But in the meantime, use all the creams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's actually part of the fun of what we even are about here at This Grit and Grace Life is we're not going to act like we don't care about outer beauty, but we will not sacrifice inner beauty to get the outer beauty. And so that's the kind of women we want to be. That's the kind of women we think you want to be. That's why you're listening to our show, which PS, thanks for listening to our show. Mm -hmm. Um, And you are beautiful. If someone hasn't told you yet today, you are beautiful. And the fact that you um, would even spend time wanting to listen to something about a woman's beauty shows that you're drawn to being that, that positive force in someone else's life, which that right there deserves some credit and some recognition.
1: So, Julie, to wrap it all up here, we're saying don't put radioactive material on your face. (laughs) Uh, Don't mix Vaseline with LSD. Let's see. Don't iron your hair. Bad plan. You will get burns. We are saying you can do the beauty treatments that you like and that really make you feel better about yourself. But ultimately, we want you to pursue the inner beauty, the Mm. things that will matter long-term, the things that will make you the most beautiful.
0: Yes. Your confidence, your grit, your grace, your self-respect. Well, I think this quote actually is a super great way to wrap up this episode because a beautiful, strong woman that we really want to um, encourage has the ability to pull out beauty in another woman. And so here's our quote to end this episode of This Grit and Grace Life. When you see something beautiful in someone, tell them. It may take seconds to say, but for them, it could last a lifetime. So let's make a point today to walk in our grit and grace and notice the grit and grace in another beautiful woman that you're doing life with. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing. That we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.